Hello, dear viewers. This is Taze again, reporting to you live from Copenhagen. I'm here at the Varnish Summit, and next to me is Ruben Romero. You might have noticed this interesting setting where we're at. We always try to go and uh, pimp it up a bit and make it more interesting. We're here at the Carlsberg Museum and Business Center down in Copenhagen. And what you're seeing behind us is actually a scale model of the entire Carlsberg site. And as you can see, it is huge. I will try to edit in some video uh, that I recorded from, from the model. So this is the background, this is the setting. But my guest today is Ruben. Ruben, say hi to the people. Hello, how are and you doing? introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Ruben. As uh, Thais already mentioned, I am working as Director of Community Engagement in Varnish Software. And what I do all day is try to figure out how to serve you guys. So, You, especially you. And we'll, uh, we'll dig into that uh, quite shortly. So there's a couple of things we will cover. One of the things I would like to cover, which is more about you than anything else, is you live in Oslo, yes. Norway, but you are not originally from Oslo, Norway? No, no, I'm not. I'm, I was born in, in Madrid, in Spain, and uh, just born, and I was raised in South America, in Ecuador, and I moved to Norway when I was 15. Quite the international type, as we say. <laughs> yeah, you can so, say that. So, let's go over You speak Spanish, you speak English, you speak Norwegian. Yes, uh, I can understand Swedish, Danish, French, Icelandic. Portuguese, yeah. He's the guy you need. He's the guy you need. <laughs> and you work as a director of community engagement. Yeah. Now I'm a tech evangelist. I deal with communities in a lot of shapes and forms. Yes. Tell the audience how you deal with like what are what's your target audience? What are the difficulties you have? How do you try to solve them? What's what's the angle of your work? What do you do? Right. So I mean, as you know, Varnish is at the very center of uh, HTTP delivery for a lot of sites. Now, for and those of you who don't know, Varnish is a reverse caching proxy or HTTP accelerator, as they call yeah. it. It speeds up your website. You put it in front of your website and it will cache uh, slow requests and make your website a lot faster. That's yes. in a nutshell what Varnish does. And Ruben is the community manager on that. So as you yeah. were saying. Yeah, I mean, like you put Varnish, as you said, in front of your PHP application and then it will speed it up between 300,000 times, like roughly. Um, so that you can expect a huge improvement in, in performance. But I was saying that, uh, you know, our, our role being an HTTP, like, epicenter of delivery, uh, you know, allows for us to have a lot of communities that use our software. So it's not only PHP that uses it, but just about any web framework or web-centered uh, language applications built on top of those would have a lot of you know uh, performance improvements possible done, possibly done by varnish yeah. java go yeah that, because that's the typical trade off of having a either a framework or a cms is you you facilitate things mm. for the general purpose audience so you create something that is mainstream but the downside about making something that is mainstream is you have to add all these bells and whistles and features for any other person who wants it and that adds load on top of things so the trade off of that is you have a a performance penalty and that's what varnish tries yeah, I, I would describe it as just what you said. People have been focusing the two first decades of the web on features. And what we do is bring a tiny C layer of performance to the delivery of that web content. Which is required in this day and age because people are on the internet all the time. Yes. From all over the place. So that's due to the maturity of the internet. 
social from media, old, web, point, web 2.0, philosophy, all kind of devices, mobile, yeah. you name it. And we're stuck in this. Uh, this this is not going away. No, we're stuck in this era of the internet where downtime is unacceptable. Totally unacceptable. And, you know, people just leave your page if it's not fast or your API or, you know, exactly. you have to have performance as part of your architectural design. And that's where we come in. Normally known in the web performance area, but it's also like now moving into APIs, being more and more used by applications. Um, and so we, we, we're still relevant because of that, load balancing requirements and so on. Yeah, I see a lot of, a lot of big clients or big, big companies out there, both uh, purely web companies or companies, big companies with a web presence that use mm. Varnish. And I tweeted a picture uh, a couple of hours ago with a slide that one of your yeah, colleagues showed a lot of big companies. Can you name drop a couple of those uh, companies so that our audience knows what kind yeah, of companies Yeah, I think like the, the, the biggest users, like in the online media world, for example, is the New York Times. Uh, even their payroll technology uses like, you know, authorization or authentication within the cache. That would be a good example. I think as a foundation or as a big site, Wikipedia, the seventh yeah, biggest it, in the world. Yeah, it won't get much bigger than that. So yeah, no. if Wikipedia uses you, you better have a decent product. Yeah, PHP, they're in use with MediaWiki. And if you're interested in that, come to VarnishCon in Amsterdam. Wikipedia is coming. And yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll drop some information in the, in the show notes about that event. I'll be... Will I be speaking there? Yes. I will be speaking there. I'll be doing a workshop there. More about that. No spoilers yet. Yeah, so. Later. But we'll, we'll mention it in the show notes. But uh, something important, and, and that will, I want you to elaborate on that. We've been talking about Varnish as being a product, and you work mm. for Varnish Software, as your, yes. as your uh, shirt indicates. But it is an open source project. Yes, I think it's Tell important to, yeah, to, to clarify that. I mean, Varnish Cache is the open source project that we have. And then we as a company focus obviously on the further development of Varnish Cache as part of the project um, and build on top of that software around Varnish Plus, which is the, the, both a combination of support and software tooling for advanced users, CDNs, and, and so on. So how does that like difference between the open source project and then your agenda as, as being part of Varnish software, how does that work from a community perspective? Because as a community <sighs> person, you should know that, like I'm one of those guys myself, as soon as you start talking marketing and sales pitches, you lose credibility. Yes, So you totally. need to find this sort of balance. I, I, can, I can give you like, a, my background, I think explains quite a bit on how and why I managed to do this. I've been, a, I mean, you know, a Linux user since, like over 20 years ago um, as a desktop user. <laughs> Brave man. That was very painful in the beginning. But I mean, it got me into the, the open source world and what it can mean. And now that open source has taken everything, free software is everywhere. Um, at some point, I became a Ubuntu member. So I'm a Ubuntu member, community member, and been active in a couple of projects there, among others, the Spread Ubuntu project. And at the same time, I've been working as a salesperson professionally for over 10 years. So that has given me the opportunity to like, by luck, being able to see both sides of the coin and still manage to be credible because I think it's important to understand that uh, the aims of both sides might seem conflicted, but at the end of the day, it's all about the code. It's all about the accessibility the quality of the code, the kind of improvements it can provide to both users and customers. 
customers can give you, can pay for your services. Users don't pay, but they can help you debug, they can help you spread the word. And you know, it's by giving back something that what has been given to us as both, both as individuals and as a company is, is, I think, one of the highlights. I would say that Wikipedia using our software is one of our greatest achievements, for example, in a community perspective. And speaking of giving back, uh, one of the like the, the chief architect and like the the inventor, so to speak, of Varnish Pulling Up. Yes, you support him as well. Yeah, I mean, the, our project has this very peculiar way of uh, of working. Our chief architect is not part of our company, but he has like a way to to get paid and pay for more tools and so on, which is the Varnish Moral License. And then we are a licensor of of this. Uh, and also, a lot of the people in our team, they are actually developers of the Varnish Cache open source project, besides working on, on, on the Varnish Plus side of things. So we depend on Varnish Cache still being successful and relevant so that, for our that's success. Why you, like, not indirectly, but really directly invest in those people. You, you pay part of Paul's, or maybe yeah, a chunk of Paul's yeah. income comes from... from and the Some stuff that you do, and, yes. and if you sell services on top of that, that money can go directly to the development, not only for Paul, but for other community members working with Yes, a lot of our, our, you know, our employees come from the community, and uh, some don't, but still work with the code. And a lot of that, I mean, is provided by Varnish software, um, packaging, and so on, uh, code itself. Like, you know, a lot of the release management is done by us. So. I think it's like a fusion of, of that. Uh, we're not the only company in the ecosystem. There are others doing similar things, uh, but not to the extent that, that we are, because our whole future depends on the open source project being successful. And then again, Varnish Software wasn't founded out of nothing, out of thin air. It's actually a spin-off of uh, yes. respected Norwegian. Yes. It's more than just Norwegian, right? Like yes, it's... it's and let's take it back to the roots of Varnish. Yes. I mean, uh, this year Varnish just turned 10 years. Wow. <laughs> Since our first commit and release later this year, we'll be celebrating the 1.0 release. And, you know, our CEO, when we started the company, who is now our CTO, Per Bud, he's been involved in the project since he was in the idea stage. So now, uh, you know, it's been, he's been through that process and he was at LeanPro, which is like a, a consultancy in Norway that has been doing open source since 1995, mm -hmm. professionally. So, you know, it's... I was still in elementary school back then, just right. the facts and figures <laughs> about that. Yeah, I was, I was in high school, but yeah, you get the idea. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. these guys were very Long early on. Long time open source dudes. So Varnish was born there in the Linux side, and Paul Henning was working uh, on the code itself and on the FreeBSD port. For Vivian's Gun, right? Because yes. it was actually a custom consultancy gig. Exactly. For a, one of the biggest Norwegian papers called VG or Vivian's Gun. Yes, and the, the peculiar part of that is that, you know, VG uh, had a lot of squid servers, and they realized yeah. that 12 servers to serve this amount of users. I mean, new software, new hardware should be able to do this differently. And they figured out that, yeah, that should be doable. How do we go about this? And they contacted Paul, they contacted Limpro. It, yeah. 
So that was born there. Eventually, we merged with Redpill, which is a Swedish uh, open source consultancy as well. So Redpill Impl was born. And then I uh, subset of then the people doing both, uh, obviously, the development and sales from Redpill Impro went to Vanish Software, of whom I'm one of. One VM. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. That's quite an interesting story. Tell us a bit about the future of Varnish because a lot of people know Varnish, it speeds stuff up. And like we had Varnish 3, which was a major release, Varnish 4 came along, lots of improvements. Any idea, or can you already give us some information about Varnish 5? <laughs> right. So, the things you can share. Uh, what I can say is that Varnish 5 will be the first release in a new way for our project to make software releases. We're going to have a time based release. So every six months, we plan to basically make a release. Cut what's in the tree, out. And so Varnish 5 will be the first one, so that's going to be interesting from that perspective. We have no idea what's going to be there. So it's from a when it's done release to actually time-based release? Yes, to whatever is done by the time we have to release, yeah. release. Release it. Uh, we're aiming to work towards support for HTTP2. So that's the main focus of the project that's right now. Yeah. all the rage these days. I'm very excited about that. You know, it's a hard thing to get right and performant at the same time. Because by design, the protocol is, you know, it has its challenges. It, it obviously improves a lot of things. Yeah, sure. Um, it, it's going to have to because it's multiplexed. Yeah. So it has over a single connection, lots of different streams can pass. It's, not the protocol itself, but the implementation from the browser side said it needs to have TLS. So yeah. That will be a big challenge. So lots of things. So that's one of the things that we have been addressing. Like Varnish 4.1 uh, has already support for the proxy protocol. Yeah, I made it. Like in my YouTube channel, you'll find a video about that. I'll link to that as well, where I explain how you can get it set up, and, uh, what the benefits are of using the proxy protocol yeah. to, uh, to basically identify what the IP of the original user is. Yes. So the, the proxy protocol will allow for you to put any kind of TLS terminator in front of Varnish and give it information. Nginx, HA proxy, hitch, yeah. so on. Pound. Pound can also be used. Yeah, I'm not sure if Pound actually supports proxy. Meaning, like proxy was invented by HA proxy. Yeah. So if you use HA proxy to terminate your, your SSL connections, it will pass the original IP information on all Varnish. Yeah. You can also use like we are Varnish Software and Hitch, which is like a dumb TLS proxy. It only terminates the TLS and then gives you whatever. It doesn't do load balancing. It just, no. just terminates SSL. Literally, just terminates. Good enough. Good enough. Yeah. So it's like based on stuff, but that's for another chapter. So if we can summarize this yeah. right here, right now, exciting things happening still, both for Varnish Software, for uh, for the Varnish project. Yeah. Any idea about the release time? Uh, B5? B5 is due to be released in September. That's uh, pretty short term. Yes. Good. We have the aim to actually do it on the 15th of September, but I'm not going to, to promise you that. We were aiming for that, but it's definitely within the, a very short time frame, which would, to all practical means, mean Q3, I am expecting Varnish release parties. I will try organizing one. Yes, and that's one of the things I would like you, uh, all of you out there. It's like, if you ever had Varnish saving you or saving your site, we would like to welcome you to, you know, 
come and join our parties. We have uh, spread the love. Yes, spread the love. We're gonna do party package as usual, and uh, that will be full of surprises. And we really hope that you can join us and spread the love of, of varnish and uh, see what good it brings. Now, before we end, anything on a personal note you wanna you wanna add? Yes. I would personally like, I know that a lot of your viewers are coming from the PHP side of the web world. That's true, that's true. We, I want right. to expand, I want to broaden my horizons, but yes, a lot of people... Right, so I'm working on one thing now, and that's trying to understand more of what our project, the Varnish project, can do for web developers. So I would like to, I would like to ask you to, please, uh, he will post a link on a survey I have running, which is also available at varnishcash.org. Um, and please fill that out and if you have any feedback that you think is worthwhile for us to have, please contact me directly. It's just, um, we really need to figure out how we can help you better. And uh, we know already about many things we can do, but I'm always open for new ideas. So feel free. It's in your best interest. If you do this, it will directly have an impact on the Varnish project and the Varnish project is there to speed up your website. So on that note, I would like to thank Ruben. Ruben, cheers for having nice. me. Cheers for this nice environment. I will take the camera and show you even a bit more. Yeah. Check this bad boy out. And with that, goodbye from Copenhagen. See you on the next episode. Cheers.